0: Hello there, this is Crystal and you're listening to the Crystal Archive Podcast. the Crystal Archive podcast, episode number 41, recorded on January 9th, 2019. I'm your host, Mr. Crystal, and thank you for joining me on this, our Year in Review 2018 podcast. It's been exactly one year since the last podcast was recorded, and much has happened since then. Some really significant stuff in the world of Crystal and Star Fox. We're going to go over all of it, but first I want to say that Really sorry for not getting these podcasts out more quickly. I really just need to do these more informal podcasts and get them out more frequently. That can be a goal for 2019, but until then, here's everything that happened since the recording of the last podcast. First of all, before I could release episode 40, I had to release the previous episode in audio format so things wouldn't be out of order, so on January 9th, 2018, one year ago... I released episode 39, which had previously been recorded as a video podcast on YouTube as a stream. released that as an audio file to the iTunes store. Next, Michael2171 released a crystal rig for Blender. It seems to have been based on the Little Dragon and Charlie Fox rig that had been used for many years. So that's cool. A brand new crystal uh, 3D model to use. Next thing is that Wrecking Cannon, a longtime reader of the site showed off his custom Star Fox 2 prototype sprites that added uh, Crystal as one of the sprites. And then, one of the things that I promised in the last podcast, we finally got to release Warfare Machines 2018 Crystal Fox Rig, the free edition. This was kind of a special case where he had released a not-safe-for-work model, and I could never talk about that on the site because the site is strictly uh, strictly safe-for-work, appropriate for all ages. But he and I worked out a deal, and he made an exclusively safe-for-work version of his model for release for free for everyone, provided that they only use it for for safe-for-work purposes, as opposed to his other model, which actually cost money to use. And I think people received it with a lot of uh, enthusiasm, and indeed, people would go on to use it in some of their game mods, which I believe we'll get into shortly. Having announced those two stories, I finally got to post the last episode Crystal Archive Podcast number 40, on January 14th, 2018. It, it took a little while to edit because of my, I believe, my health at the time. The next story was a big one. This is something that I had been planning to do for quite some time, but I decided to finally announce it publicly. I was able to purchase, through happenstance, the website starfox.org. Now, you can go there today, and there's not really anything on it, just a vector image of an R Wing that I is of my own design, uh, with the promise that it's going to contain lots of Star Fox media and news in the future. I talked about my plans for the project, and to this day I haven't actually followed through with those plans, but it's interesting to see that it's taken me over a year just to get to the point where I'll have something to show. So more about that later in this podcast. Next, I was informed by one pup suits via email about a glitch they had discovered in Star Fox Assault many years ago and they brought it up because they hadn't seen it anywhere mentioned in the gaming world. And I tried it out and found out more about it. So I actually made a video of this glitch that they'd found uh, detailing how to activate it and what caused it. Uh, And using the very high resolutions capable by the uh, allowable by the Dolphin emulator to show it in high detail, even though it's a a level of detail, low resolution glitch. You can see it in high definition because the emulator can really zoom way in on things. We had a couple of uh, Star Fox memes, and of course, lots of MMD videos this year by uh, Shadonkitsuni666. I did a quick video, or I did a quick uh, expose on a video by Hard for Games and Hugo Peters' work on revealing the texture and model assets of the previously unreleased game, Uh, still unreleased game, but the game that would eventually become Star Fox Adventures, Dinosaur Planet. Uh, They've been able to get some of the um, models for the levels and characters and items that had previously been hidden in the game code for the kiosk edition of Star Fox Adventures, a disc that I happen to have myself. Uh, They're doing some really great work on that. I I really want to take some time and explore that, but I just haven't had the time to uh, put it all together. Hopefully, I can take my tremendous amount of resources I have archived myself on my own hard drive about Dinosaur Planet and publish that so everybody can see it we talked about the fact that some very dedicated Star Fox fans have been starting to put Star Fox Fox McCloud and Crystal rigs into the at the time exploding in popularity VR chat virtual reality game King Jian and several others uh, spent you know every day there making models and updating models and going around as their favorite Star Fox characters and they're still doing that to this day I think there's something like six different crystal models now um, in the game uh, that you can just go and, and use yourself. It's really cool. Uh, next, uh, somebody managed to put a custom Star Fox Adventures Great Fox level in uh, Project M, the Super Smash, Super Smash Bros. Brawl mod, to make it more like Melee. Um, so it's good to see the Star Fox Adventures models getting some love. The next story has to do with something I alluded to earlier. The Warfare Machine Crystal Rig, that thing that I had commissioned just a few weeks previous, was finally used for its original purpose that I initially came up with the idea for, which is to take it and use it as a mod for Half-Life 2. And this is probably one of the most extensive character mods of any game ever. And I'm going to butcher this name, but uh, Philemaris... Philemaris? He took and used this rig and did everything you can to, to immerse the character into the game, adjusting textures, changing sound effects, adding correct guns and sound effects on those guns, and even giving Crystal her staff instead of a multi-tool thing, and just, re- just really doing a really fantastic job of making this mod really great. And he released that publicly, which I had the pleasure of being the host of this model. Uh, this rig and uh, and this uh, mod for him. We did some fun stuff with the compression as well. So it's actually storing like two gigabytes of data and only five, and only like 50 megabytes or something like that. It's ridiculous how much stuff we got stored in there. So that's cool. And then, hot on the tails of that, more 3D stuff. My other 3D crystal commission, the Crystal 64 rig by the Regressor, uh, inspired by the work initial work by Wrecking Cannon and Al- Alan Jay, we got a uh, an artist's representation of what Crystal might have looked like if she had starred in Star Fox 64. Of course, it's an intentionally retroistic model because the N64 probably couldn't handle this many polygons and this detail of a character uh, without some serious compromises somewhere else in, in the game. But nevertheless... You you now have a public free access to a high, to a uh, a high quality low poly, crystal rig, available for free, uh, on the website. So that was pretty cool. People like that. I think some people actually used that rig, and put it in VR chat as well. I'm not entirely sure about that one. On January 29th, two thousand eighteen, uh, we came. We had a little bit of a surprise in, uh, the chat where some people informed me that hey, there was a crystal fan art drawing featured on National Japanese television uh, the other day. and uh, I found the I found the, the photos that people had put it on Twitter and with some digging we found the original source file, the, the source video for that episode. and I downloaded it and did some crazy analysis of the image and managed to find the original artist who was actually Shadow Finrir. Fen- Shadow Frinrur, who uh, had previously gone to Japan to to learn about the drawing and was returning there. This was a show about uh, asking foreigners to Japan, visitors to Japan, like what they're doing there and what what their specialty was and what brought them to Japan and what they were trying to, and then kind of follow them around, ask them questions. And this guy got to talk about his learning of of uh, drawing and and his abilities there. And I found the artist and was able to contact him actually, and it was pretty cool. Uh, one of these days, I'm gonna have to get a print of this this model of uh, this uh, this drawing because it's pretty cool, uh, and especially since it got featured on Japanese television. Uh, next, um, I found out about some several things. I did a bunch of cleanup and managed to uh, reduce the amount of files we were storing on the site, and also got to release uh, the Star Fox Event Horizon demo number seven, which had previously been released, but I didn't realize it. Until it was too late, or until it had already released, and so got that all organized. So you know it's good to clean up occasionally. So now all the all the files are in one spot, and they're taking the minimum amount of space. Next, uh, uh, Kirtle Black is a artist and cosplayer uh, over in Europe, I believe, and she is planning a crystal cosplay, and it's still in progress to this day. But she showed off on her Twitter some remarkably accurate uh, armor and jewelry pieces and the drawings for the custom uh, loincloth and uh, brawl she's going to make for the Star Fox Adventures costume she'll be wearing. So we're really looking forward to her work on that. Then we continued our release of Star Fox Assault 4K video with the Queen Escapes cutscene. I have made a post For King Xion's Crystal and Fox VR chat rigs, I got permission from him to host those mods for VR chat, so those are hosted on the site. We got some new fan films, and I realized something that I had been told about years ago that I didn't quite understand. You see, one of our early 3D models was done by uh, Nanoger, who would later go on to call himself uh, Gadonstrom, and he supposedly ripped the models from Star Fox Assault. He was the one who was able to get us some of the first models of Star Fox Assault Crystal from the game and he said that there was a lot of work involved and I didn't really understand it at the time because well you can see the models in game they they look fine and you can rip them yourself if you have access to the files but what he was referring to was the fact that the legs were missing and that led us to this discovery that in the cutscenes, the briefing cutscenes, most of the characters don't have legs because you only see them from the waist up. Crystal doesn't have her legs, Fox doesn't have his legs, Robs does, but General Pepper has no legs. Slippy and Slippy Toad and his father, uh, they don't even have waists. Uh they are just half of they're just half of their former selves. So it seems like what's happening is in Star Fox Assault, there's at least two Models for every character, at least those that appear in cutscenes. and the ones that appear in these cutscenes, these briefing scenes are actually higher resolution than the games than the the ones that appear in the game levels themselves. So there's actually there's two models, and then there's a third model which I mentioned which was part of that level of detail glitch. There's actually a third model, which is the really low poly version that you see you know in a sniper from very far away. Yeah, it's cool to discover that, but it was fun making a post where I zoomed the camera out, and you can see that these all these Star Fox characters have no legs. That's kind of an interesting thing. Um, we got more Star Fox Assault cutscenes. The Fortuna intro, the first cutscene in the game. This is one of those ones that was upgraded with the Waifu2x Cafe upscaler, and it looks really great. And that brought us to February February 14th, 2018, the 13th birthday of Star Fox Assault. Shortly after that, on February 21st, we celebrated uh, the Star Fox series' 25th anniversary. Unfortunately, we didn't get really any fanfare from official Nintendo accounts, but we celebrated it on the Crystal Archive and talked about all the different Star Fox games. And I thought that was a good time to uh, to also talk about Lilat System Clear, the Star Fox 25th Anniversary work in progress album. This is going to be an album that is going to showcase music from all across the entire spectrum of Star Fox games. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't meet their you know the 25th anniversary deadline, uh, and they're continuing it to this day so they're not really sure when they're going to release it. They may be releasing it soon, actually. I heard some recent news about that. Um, I'll have to check and see how they're doing on it, but probably sometime early in 2019 we're going to get to see this expansive uh, Star Fox fan album. Also, I should mention that Crystal has at least one song dedicated to her on this album. And we've got more Star Fox Assault cutscenes. Launch All Ships, the second animated Uh, or pre-rendered cutscene in Star Fox Assault. Uh, Then I had to unfortunately announce that I was going to be taking a break from the Crystal Archive due to some health conditions. So I uh, had to to, uh, slow down on that. Uh, I kept working on the Discord channel, though, and uh, that, that still kept going daily. I kept an eye there. And that's when we got our next big news. In a surprise announcement at the end of the March 8th, Nintendo Direct, they showed off the first footage from a game that would become known as Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. They showed it by showing uh, the Smash Brothers symbol in the eye of an inkling, right after talking about all these uh, these uh, new features coming to Splatoon 2, I believe. And the speculation began. What characters are going to get in? We, of course, hope for Crystal, but that would be a discussion that would last almost a year, and then, with much sadness, on March 10th, I had to announce that the Crystal Lovers Association was finally officially shutting down on March 16th. It actually had launched before Star Fox Adventures was was released because there was some pre-existing uh, news coverage about Crystal, the uh, cat-like fox in Dinosaur Planet. And I, if I remember correctly, the, the the Crystal Lovers Association actually launched uh, before the game came out. So that's really significant. It, it predates the Crystal Archive by several years. But after many years, they're finally shutting it down because it has been basically an archive mode for years and not much converse, conversation really happened, happened there anymore. Most people don't use uh, forums anymore. They've moved on to... Places like Discord and Chats and Facebook and all these other social uh, things. So the history of boards has shut down forever. And we are quite, I was quite sad to see it go. It was something that kind of inspired me to work on the Crystal Archive initially. And uh, I do, I still have contact with the administrator, uh, Eggman. There may be some historical content on there, you know, hidden in the archives on that page. Uh, that's no longer available on the internet and uh, I've talked to him and asked him, you know is it possible for me to get a copy of the the database you know for historical reasons in case there's some data about some historical event I want to check back on to see when who did what when and whatever and he's agreed that i he probably will give it to me at some point so I need to rem- remember to to ask him about that next was of course, my favorite holiday of the year, April first. 2018 where I talked about uh... nintendo's planned Star Fox vr experience at the upcoming super nintendo world which is nintendo's upcoming uh... theme park as with any good uh... uh... prank it's got elements of truth in it yes there is going to be a nintendo theme park soon and yes nintendo is looking into vr technology and vr technology would certainly work really well in a amusement park environment where you have access to large number of people's able to get access to this VR technology that would be kind of expensive to get by yourself on your own Um, and there's already a Nintendo VR experience in Japan you can actually play a version of Mario Kart that you play in VR you're sitting in a cart and it's moving around and you put on a VR headset and that's how you see the the game world and you actually like reach out and grab the items with your hands. Pretty cool. Um, so yeah, they were gonna do. My my joke was they were gonna like have a Star Fox Zero VR experience at the uh, at this amusement park. That is completely made up. Still possible, but nothing official. Uh, then we had a big rumor, a big rumor, and it's still kind of a big rumor today um, that someone is working on a star fox racing game for the nintendo switch this is this was to be basically in the spirit of star of uh of, of f-zero except that there's going to be a lot more emphasis on shooting enemies while you're racing now of course as a game developer and programmer myself i i know better than to just uh, dismiss a, a game mechanic idea based on the description because I've seen many, many, many times that a something that's a seemingly dumb idea, or may actually be an actual dumb idea, but implemented very well, turns out to be a fantastic game anyway. So as re- as ridiculous as a Star Fox racing game seems, uh, or as much of a uh, spin-off as it seems when we're severely lacking a mainline Star Fox experience, I wouldn't discount it. Uh, the rumor is that Retro Studios is actually working on this, but I'm, I'm not too sure about that anyway um, it's a huge rumor and though it has lost some traction in recent months because there's been absolutely no word about a mainline Star Fox adventure of any sort it's it has not been deconfirmed in any way as far as I know Uh, and I believe it was going to be called Star Fox Grand Prix or or at least that was the tentative title Um, I posted about undying Nephilim's seeking opinions about what he should do with Star Fox Event Horizon you see Star Fox: events horizon has been a lesser important game it's not been as important to to him or his fan base or his patreons as his other zelda fan game uh hyrule conquest and so he was asking people to let him know like should he continue developing it should he kind of convert over to something else and maybe do a strategy game like he originally was going to do or whatever should he keep developing it or should he put it on the back burner and so he was asking for opinions about that um we got of course during this period lots more MMDs and I particularly enjoyed this very accurate depiction of Star of Fox and Crystal's breakup uh done to uh anime character uh sound effects and voice acting uh, this was done by uh Kitsune 666 it's very well animated not a dance it's not a a dancing video it's it's more of a scene um and I thought it was really funny so that that took place in June 2018 so we're making our way through the year here, and we're about to get to some of the biggest news of the year. I had a commission that by Ratty Creations that was being done on live stream at the same time, and we got to watch that. Still haven't released that commission because there, there's some question about how it's going to be uh, finished. I need to I need to follow up with that commission. I've got something like four crystal commissions in limbo right now, uh, and I need to you know. Take care of those before I start doing any more crystal commissions. And so we got to um, early June, 2018, and that brings us to E3 season, the big show of the year where all the game companies are going to show off all their stuff for the year. And this year was no exception for Nintendo because we knew that they were going to be talking about Super Smash Brothers. In fact, they were going to have a tournament for Super Smash Brothers. Uh, where you could, pl- they were going to play a pre-release build of the game live on television, or on these streaming sites. And, you know, whatever else they were going to announce at E3, we were really excited to find out. And it didn't disappoint, because we got a surprise announcement before Nintendo's presentation, in fact the night before, with Ubisoft's presentation of all things, the the Starlink video game that I had mentioned a year before at the previous E3, as you know a game that you could play to kind of scratch that Star Fox itch in the in the absence of a legitimate Star Fox game well they jumped the shark and managed to get Nintendo's approval to put Star Fox characters in the game and having a whole campaign centered around Fox McCloud, uh, Slippy Toad, Peppy Hare and Falco Lombardi and they actually invited Mr. Miyamoto up on stage to give him a prototype of the R-Wing and Fox figurine from the game's Toy to Light Life components, and uh, they they basically turned a game that nobody was paying attention to to a game that everybody was paying attention to because this this was supposedly you know what Star Fox was going towards in the lack of a new Star Fox game from Nintendo, and the footage actually looks really good and and people were excited to see it. And uh, we, we got as much details as we could, and I'm, I'm just kind of jumping ahead here because I'm just remembering off the top of my head what happened, but uh, they announced that there was going to be a uh, Star Fox pack specifically for the Nintendo Switch, where you could get the Fox McCloud figure and the R-Wing, you can play the entire game without using those particular figurines, as long as it's a Switch version, and... Uh, You could play the entire game's campaign without uh, switching characters. You could play as Fox McCloud throughout the entire campaign. It wasn't just for the added Star Fox missions. So we got video of that presentation and with Mr. Miyamoto, we got high-resolution promo imagery and concept images and concept images for the packaging and box art. And then we get to... Super Smash Brothers where they had their big presentation and announced with a surprise to everyone that they managed to get literally everyone to return all previous Super Smash Brothers characters that had ever appeared in the series plus the new ones all are going to be in this new game they're titling Super Smash Brothers Ultimate they also changed out a lot of the final smashes they made the final smashes for the Star Fox characters uh, be based on the Wing rather than on the Landmaster And uh, one of the fan favorites, Ridley, was announced as a playable character. And uh, Wolf, of course, is coming back. And Wolf has a brand new look that's very different. While the Fox and Falco characters were kind of modeled after their Star Fox Zero looks. And that same day, I believe, yes, that same day, they started showing off um, player trailers. Trailers for each individual player that's going to be, or character, that they had revealed, at least at the time on their website and the Fox McCloud trailer featured Crystal now this was a big surprise and quite a number of people picked up on it I posted about it as quickly as I could and that of course brought the speculation in immediately is Crystal a playable character and why would they show Crystal if she's a playable character in uh, Fox's video that would be like showing off new characters so I mean I immediately thought this is a this is an assist trophy and it looks fantastic and the other thing that's surprising is they went with her Star Fox Adventures attire outfit rather than her assault outfit which is a bold move in my opinion and I was completely taken aback by it, it was, it's great to see that they're kinda of respecting the original origins of what she looked like so that's really cool and we got to see in that first trailer that they while her model looks very much like it does in um, Star Fox Adventures, with just slightly updated textures, model, and uh, quite a bit more updated um, detail elements, such as her individual jewelry. Her, her jewelry on her, on her neck and her face are actually separate modeled parts. They're not just textures on the surface and also they completely redid her staff to be much more accurate to the promo images from the original adventures promo images rather than based on the game Star Fox adventures uh, models the game models in that game are actually really low resolution and actually pretty bad to use for references for something uh, compared to the promo images so right there we get crystal and smash kind of sorta so that's cool crystals confirmed in smash but she's an assist trophy. Oh, well. So that same day, just a few hours later, we got to see some footage from of, of Crystal as an assist trophy. Confirming that, yes, she's an assist trophy, not a playable character, which was speculated for a couple of hours by the fans. We got to see the footage of what she plays like, and she plays by almost being like a real fighter. She jumps around, she runs around, she attacks the character by hitting them with her staff or shooting them with an ice blast from the staff. And she they she appears to be using uh, uh, voice clips from Star Fox Assault. They're 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 the same clips from Assault. They're just slightly tweaked, so maybe they're like they're like different variations on stuff she said that they, they, they didn't use in the Assault game, but they still had records of it from when they recorded uh Alessia Glidewell's lines. So uh, they ended up showing her Uh, more we also got to see um, more footage of Fox in Starlink by various people including Nintendo's treehouse and uh, IGN. I reached out to both Crystal voice actresses Estelle Ellis and Alessia Glidewell to ask them if they had specifically voiced Crystal as a cis trophy in uh, Super Smash Bros Ultimate and they both said no Uh, But then, and this is news that I haven't posted yet, but Alessia Glidewell is actually listed in the credits for uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. So, again, what I think is likely is they used some voice clips that they had from Star Fox Assault, even if they aren't the the literal ones they had used in the game, just ones they had recorded for the game, and they used those as her uh, clips. So then we got Zero, who... Uh, he was actually, Zero was the winner of that Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Invitational by Nintendo that, that day, that E3. Uh, he was the winner and when he saw the, he was going over the footage of all the characters and he saw uh, Crystal in Fox's video, he was fully behind having her as a playable character. So that was cool to see, this this famous Smash player really wanting Crystal. That's something I've been seeing, you know, in among the actual competitive smash community is they 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 would love to see a, a staffed character like crystal so that concluded uh e3 there was still more stuff that would be coming out in the coming days but that concluded the actual uh days of e3 um, so on june 18th something i'd promised for a long time i decided to now now's the start time i'm going to start my project to release Crystal fan art one a day uh, on my social media accounts on Twitter and Gab. This would be a way of showcasing new fan art in the absence of an actual fan art section. I can just say, hey, today we're going to talk about, we're going to show off this uh, fan art, and you can go to there. It's by this, it's called this. It's by this person, this artist, and here's the link to go see it for yourself. And because I'm posting the link rather than uh, copy pasting the image. I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding the problems with, uh, you know, art, art stealing, because I'm not stealing, I'm linking to it. Um, so they get some, some publicity and we get to have a new crystal fan art every day. Uh, uh Black, the, the crystal cosplayer I mentioned earlier, uh, volunteered to help out with finding the fan arts and she did do some original, uh, fan art research. Uh, although since then it's been mostly me, but that's cool. we'll we'll get back into the swing of things and I've got tons of fan art to post and getting it ready in advance so that there will always be a new crystal fan art every day and I haven't missed a day I've been I've been late posting them sometimes sometimes as much as a week or 10 days late but I always post one fan art one one fan art per day of the year even if it doesn't actually come out on that day and it continues to this day, so more than half a year here, or almost half a year, yeah, half a year. So that's that's a lot of fan art, and we're still going strong. Uh, and I've been happy to see that with Super. This is kind of an aside, but with Super Smash Bros. Ultimate coming out, with Crystal being a assist trophy, it seems like there's been more Crystal fan art, more frequently now than there was in the past few months before that. I posted a really cool. Uh, Star Fox cosplay skit. It doesn't feature Crystal or anything, but it does feature some very well-done humanized Star Fox characters: Wolf, Fox, Falco, and Peppy, and Slippy as a doll. Uh, and they do a they do a skit called Star Fox Zero Hope, which is kind of a parody lamenting their own uh, lack of success as video game series. It's really good. Go back and check that out. If you haven't, it's really funny. So uh, Nintendo updated their site uh, for the Super Smash Brothers. And, oh, sorry. They updated their Twitter account to show off some of their assist trophies, and on July 4th, I believe, they showed off Crystal's assist trophy, showing us two more images of her staff close-up and her ability to shoot ice blasts. We got more Star Fox Assault cutscenes in 4K. Cries of Agony, this is the one where Crystal senses the distress from Planet, planet Soria across the entire Lilac system. Uh, and then they announced a new Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Nintendo Direct for August 8th, 2018. And what did they talk about that on that one? Well, nothing Crystal related, but it was cool to see more Smash stuff. Next, I talked about. Anims Fox's Crystal Amino group. He asked me to feature it, and so I have. I also, something that was noticed almost immediately with the Crystal Assist trophy by um, Tobias Amareth was that even though her tattoos and uh, tribal markings are very accurate to Star Fox Adventures, she's missing the tattoo that's just above her tail on her back. You know, you'd be forgiven for missing. A lot of people did. And you might say well they removed it because it's a tramp stamp but the problem is is that back in 2002 the term tramp stamp really didn't exist yet believe it or not crystal predates that term in popular usage there were a few people getting tattoos there but it didn't have its connotation back then we also got to see some new fan art or not fan art uh... new uh... photos of crystal as an assist trophy both her uh, item image which is kind of a small transparent image as well as some screenshots there was a rareware exhibit in europe where they uh, a museum actually hosted an exhibit showing off the history of rareware and one of them contained uh, a full-size poster of dinosaur planet the original uh, drawing uh, poster uh, promotional image for that game where Crystal really looks like a cat. I mean, a lot like a cat. Next, in August 12, 2018, Crystal was revealed to be the new fighter in the fan game Super Smash Flash 2. Now, to this date, I don't think he's released Super Smash Flash 2. He's done a lot of videos. This was done by uh, McLeod Gaming. He's done a lot of live streams and a lot of public tournaments where people are able to play as crystal but i don't think he's actually released that version publicly uh, for download so you can't play as crystal yet but it's really cool Uh, she's got a she's her move set includes a aimable sniper rifle she's got a staff-based shield she does tons of kicks and staff attacks and she's able to do remote attacks by throwing grenades so it's kind of a combination between adventures assault and command styles as far as what she looks like and the voice samples are all from Star Fox Adventures and Star Fox Assault. We've got another Star Fox Assault 4K cutscene and gate creation. This is another Waifu2x enhanced video. And then uh, there was a Kickstarter which I believe failed. No, it failed initially but then started again for a Star Fox 64 orchestral project. They were going to do redo Star Fox 64's music In an orchestra. And actually, you know what? Let me check. I haven't followed up with that, whether they succeeded or not. They were looking for $15,000. Let's see. They were unsuccessful. They managed to get 4,176 funds, but they didn't get the number of backers they needed. So it looks like that project got canceled. That's too bad because Star Fox 64's music was really great. Then we got some what I like to call the IGN cover-up. Falco, Slippy, Pep, and Peppy were shown off in Starlink for the first time in an IGN video, but it was deleted. So, uh, I just happened to have taken screenshots for the story before they deleted it, and then I found another place where they posted it, and then they deleted it again. It looks like they had violated one of their uh, early release requirements, so they had to take the video down until, you know... They could they could put it back up again. We got to see what Peppy and Falco and Slippy look like, and they look really good. Uh, Peppy looks especially old, but their their models really kind of kind of highlight the the Star Fox Zero style, which you know is it's a good good style. And we got to see video of footage of the gameplay with the Fox and crew talking, their talking heads overlay the uh, the space battle. And it looks like since then, IGN has actually re uploaded or re uh, made the, the videos non private anymore. So you can actually see them again. They're, they're public again. Um, so it's no longer cover up. They were just too early. But of course, that doesn't matter to me. I had, I had a copy of the video, so I was able to release screenshots from it. Then we got a Greasy Mojo, did a uh, speed drawing of Crystal. And we also talked about a couple other games from E3, or one game. Uh, this is a space dogfighter and exploration game called Everspace. And just like uh, Starlink the year before, this is another game where you can, if you want to play a Star Fox-like game, you know, f- starfighters in Space, here's a game to look into. It's not Star Fox, but maybe it'll scratch that itch. So they, they announced this game at E3 coming to the Nintendo Switch. And so after that, it was just wall-to-wall Starlink coverage. Starlink Battle for Atlas, uh, they showed off the characters, they showed off the first couple of missions, they talked about what it's like to play these missions, they talked about the game has a cipher language uh, that's used by some characters and I've checked and seen and it's not sorry, it's some some other um, cipher or something. Um, We found out that you can combine the toy-to-life parts, so you can put wings on wings on wings, They talked about how the collaboration between Nintendo and Starlink happened and and what they were able to do. They were really excited to get the Star Fox characters. And so they actually did it. They put Fox McCloud in the game, hoping Nintendo would approve the idea and they could always remove it later, and Nintendo actually liked it. They're going to say, do a barrel roll in the game. We find out that the main reason they're in the Starlink universe is they're in pursuit of Wolf O'Donnell. And also we verbally confirm that Fox McCloud's uh, Homeworld is Poptoon, pape how however you pronounce that? Uh, he actually says it in one of the cutscenes. Uh, that's pretty cool. We had another Nintendo Direct um, and we watched it together and that Nintendo Direct talked about Starlink and they showed off Starlink and they showed off a trailer for Wolf where it shows one of Wolf's cutscenes and Wolf is acting like just really amazing. Like his his acting is great. He's actually kind of intimidating, which is what, you know, your villain should be. So it was exciting to see him uh get some love uh and still no so still no mention of crystal in the game yet so all we know is the you know the star fox sixty four characters and wolf possibly more but no one knew at that point We had even more interviews and more details released uh we found out you can't shoot down your teammates unfortunately like like you could with with slip like people like to do with star fox sixty four slippy um, and there are we also found that there there's some exclusive star fox missions in some of these interviews um, just kind of as an aside we saw um, Aiden and Krista of the game and Scotch talking about Crystal being in Smash Bros. and they kind of came around they were they were taken to task by Golden Fox 2109 and they admitted that you know what he was a bit harsh towards Crystal and yeah she could she'd make a good she'd make a good uh fighter uh even though his own choice waluigi wasn't going to get in so in the end yeah he, he agreed he was a little hard on her and he likes crystal after all so even Crit- crystal's critics can come around after that on october 8 uh, october 16th 2018 was starlink launch day and we i went out we, we all went out and got our copies and uh, started playing the game. Uh, it did kind of have a little bit of a hiccup in that you had to download a patch, day one patch, before you can do anything more than leave the first planet. But yeah, uh, people started exploring the game immediately, and uh, and I'm going to let you in on a little secret here. Because I'm so slow with video games, I haven't actually beaten Starlink or even the Star Fox portions of the game. And actually, just to since, since it's the new year and we're coming clean... I haven't actually finished Star Fox Zero either. Um, I'm just really slow, and with the problems with my the nerve damage in my hands, it's very hard for me to get time to work on playing the, through these video games. So I've intentionally kept myself from, from looking at spoilers, so I don't actually know what happens at the end of Starlink. I'm sure all you know by now. And same with Star Fox Zero, although it's kind of a Star Fox 64 clones. I know there's some differences with both the end levels and cutscenes and and, you know, how they deliver that and what you what actual mechanics you'd use in later levels. I have no idea because I've never played past half the game in Star Fox Zero. And on that note, I mean, I have played Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, but I haven't unlocked all the characters yet, nor have I beaten the World of Light yet. And we're going to get into the, the launch of that game shortly. But, yeah, I'm just really, really slow at beating games. So... Maybe in 2019 I'll finish all three of those and I'll have, you know, the Star Fox experience you guys have all gotten to experience over the last 3 years. So, we'll see. Then we have another Super Smash Bros Nintendo Direct, and it's going to be the it was going to be the last Nintendo Direct of the year and Super Smash Bros Ultimate before or the last direct before Super Smash Bros Ultimate launched on December 7th. This was going to be the uh, November 1st Nintendo Direct. And we watched it together. If there was something revealed, it would be in a future news. Here's another confession. I'm just going through the site and reading, you know, kind of reading off the stories as I get to them. And so sometimes, like, I don't know which one of the stories is going to be. So if I do talk about that particular thing, it's going to be in the future. But in the meantime, there was another story between that, so I'm going to talk about that now, okay? So uh, the next one, this is kind of a kind of a big deal as far as the history of Crystal goes. Project Cursed. Now, Project Cursed, you may not know about, but about 10 years ago, Undying Nephilim, you remember that name? That's the guy who made Star Fox Event Horizon. Star Fox Event Horizon, that fan game. He and Adam Haplum and a few other people got together to make a game that was centered around the events of when crystal kind of went rogue and became a bounty hunter by herself and went by the name cursed and they thought as teenagers that they were at the time they're like wow that's really that's really cool of course it was super cringy and edgy now we know now but back then i are like wow this is cool you know like let's explore like what that character is about we'll make like a first person shooter and like she'll have an it'll be an adventure game and you'll get to like Go to all these other planets that are not you've never seen in uh, the Lylat system before. And you'll play as Cursed, and it's going to be great. And it's going to be this huge game project, okay? And I, I actually got involved in this, too. I was the one who helped promote the, the project. I was the one who was able to release the trailer for them publicly for the first time. I, I was their announcement people. Uh, I've submitted voice acting clips for some of the characters that I thought I could do at the time. In retrospect, I'm a horrible voice actor, okay? I think I even like provided my server as the the uh, repository where they could store their source code, although they never actually used it to store any source code. but what happened was oh so so getting back to that, the uh, Nef- undying Nephilim does podcasts now, and the his third episode the Neffy podcast, he talked about the Cursed Project, where he talked about his history with this project and how it came about, You know how it was run internally, and how it quickly became a dumpster fire. Basically, it was a dumpster fire. Nobody involved really knew what they were doing. Now, it's interesting that Undying Nephilim would go on to become a quite accomplished video game producer. He actually worked in the industry about the same time I did, and... Uh, he's gone on to work on these uh, fan projects full-time. And he's a great programmer, as far as I can tell, as well as an accomplished 3D modeler and animator. So good for him. This was his first like real project. And at the time, even the time when they released the trailer, they were all super pumped about it. But the cracks were starting to appear, and the, the project slowly fell apart because there was literally no one on the team that really knew what they were doing at the time. And about the only good thing that came out of it was the soundtrack, which was actually mostly completed, or at least the initial version of it was. And Undying Nephilim talked about this on the podcast, and he, you know, he lamented the fact that the trailer had been lost to history. He couldn't find it anywhere. All the people who might have had it had disappeared, and uh, and and the original place where it had been hosted was taken down a long time ago, um, and the original site was taken down as well. So there's virtually nothing left, except that the Crystal Archive has been around for more than 10 years, and I was involved in the project, and as a matter of course, I copied everything that I had, and as a result, I did have a copy of that trailer, and I had copies of some voice acting clips that he had sent me, and a bunch of um, data, including Concept imagery, uh, my own voice acting clips. I told Undying Nephilim about this. I haven't actually released it yet, but the plan is in 2019 I'm going to release this stuff, and it's going to be great because I'm going to get the soundtrack all nice and fancy and and posted, so you can download the soundtrack. You'll be able to watch that horrible, horrible trailer. Still working on putting it all together, but I do have all the files. I just got to put it all together and get the, uh, the the soundtrack organized for release. And then I should be able to post it. Uh, and, and and by the way, I wanted to mention about the trailer. When I was posting about this, um, they said, like, OK, dude, the the, the 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 trailer is going to come out in a couple days and we want you to promote it on the site. I was like, yeah, let's do this. And they sent me the trailer and I was so disappointed. I was like, I, I could tell immediately that this project was never going to succeed. Because if, the, if the, this trailer we we're announcing in the game has literally no footage whatsoever of anything resembling any kind of prototype gameplay, not even animated cutscenes, nothing. It's nothing. It's just a voiceover and some sound effects and some visual effects that you could have done in any video editor at the time. I knew that this project was probably going to never get off the ground. And I was actually embarrassed for them. Even though they weren't embarrassed yet, I was embarrassed for them. And because of that, because of this one experience, I realized and put into place a, a, uh, a policy that I kept to this day, which is I will not talk about upcoming projects, especially video game projects, on the site unless they have really good evidence Preferably actual playable gameplay footage or a demo of their game before I'll even talk about it because there's there's no shortage of people saying, "Hey, I want to make this game. I, I'm, it's going to be this best. It's going to be the best game. It's going to have the features of like the flight mechanics of Star Fox 64, but it's going to have the on-ground footage or on-ground like features of Star Fox Assault. Except it's going to be better in every way. It's going to be like Halo. It'll get to drive around the Landmaster like the the Halo." Uh, warthog or whatever, and it's gonna be great. You just you gotta post about it. I I, I gotta get artists on on track, and I gotta get programmers. You if you could just talk about it on your site, I can get people to come to my project and program the game for me, and it's gonna be great. I'll be the designer. No, I'm not doing that. The, and this this project should be an example of why this is the exact thing that happens when that happens, and a, and, a, and an enigmatic person gets a bunch of semi-talented artists at the time semi-talented artists and programmers and whatever together but most of the people are idea people or voice actor people or maybe even artists but no one is really around who can do the the heavy lifting that is the game programming and the design and all that they don't really know what they're doing so that's why so it's an interesting footnote of history that now gets to be a lost project that i have the pleasure of revealing and, and showcasing for the first time in 10 years so that's that's gonna be really cool look forward to that in 2019 sorry to kind of go off on a tangent but I'm pretty excited about that next we had Shatn Kitsune uh, decided to start a crystal vlog she did an initial post and then hasn't really updated since then but we'll see but because she is an MMD animator she plans to do animations and since she's a girl presumably she'd be able to do the voice acting of Crystal herself. That's at least her plan. Um, So we'll see if she does more with that this year. Hopefully we'll get to see some animations like that soon. I also posted some original Crystal fan music by ZT ZT Parafipat. I can't pronounce her name. Sorry about that. I'm terrible with names. But anyway, he produced some electronic music that is inspired by Crystal. It's not really based on her existing themes, but you know, she's an inspiration to it. So, hey, it's good enough for me. I posted it on the Crystal Archive. Now, this brought us to around Thanksgiving 2018, and I wished everyone a happy Thanksgiving. We got two great things to be thankful for in 2018: Crystal as a character in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, as well as you know other Star Fox representation in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. We got our Wolf back. We got you know not Landmaster final smashes and we got brand new redesigns of Fox and Falco and we got Starlink Battle for Atlas which is basically the Star, Fo- Star Fox game that we never got from Nintendo while it's certainly no Star Fox game in a traditional sense it is certainly it, it, it's it's the closest thing we've seen for a long time next i posted about an inst- an interesting easter egg that was found in Serious Sam 3 you see Serious Sam 3 has some hidden areas where the developers were each developer in the game was allowed to have a like a wanted poster where they could say whatever they wanted and there's one guy who worked on this game and a few other games who is kind of kind of famous for his liking crystal so he put his name on his wanted poster saying anton mischievous marinov furry for crystal since 2010 and we found out about this because golden fox 51 was modding the game to put the crystal uh crystal model in the game as a play as a uh playable character um and he found this thing and so it was kind of like a double mod here because we got furry for crystal in the game itself and crystal mods coming so that's really cool and i even got video footage to prove that it exists and uh VTOL actually mentioned that there may be some other games where he put this in. So I went and contacted the artist, this guy who who put that in there, to see, you know, if this was true, if he had some more stuff in there. And I got his, I got an email back from him. I haven't posted about it yet, but I will say that yes, there is another game that features Crystal. So I will post about that very soon. But yes, Crystal is a an Easter egg in at least two games. Next, Soul Calibur 6 was released with a very very detailed create a character mode and uh several people got involved to create custom crystal characters i think there's there i found i ended up finding three different crystal character uh creations custom crystals for that game so check those out one of them includes a video of how to create it next around just december 3rd 2018 starlink's twitter account started teasing that they were going to have some dlc and at the time, it wasn't clear whether they're going to have new characters, new modes, new missions, new, new uh, characters or new enemies or whatever. Or if it was just like bug fixes or something like that. But they were teasing new stuff. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get to see Crystal in a future update. I will say that since then, they did release some DLC that was mostly like fixes and a couple of tweaks to certain planets and some new enemies. It did not include... New uh new characters. It, it I think it did, it included like two new planets I think and some new missions to go along with that, but no new Star Fox content as far as I'm aware. Okay, but the possibility remains open in the future. They've been very cagey about it, so maybe they're planning something. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a tie-in with Nintendo's own announcement for a new Star Fox game, and uh, the timing's about right in next year's E3. Probably the big game that they're going to talk about is Metroid Prime 4. And if they're going to add another game to their lineup to talk about, I would imagine the next Star Fox game is be about it'd be about the right time to start announcing the next Star Fox game. Enough time has passed since Zero and Star Fox, uh, the Starlink game with Star Fox content has come out and has been a moderate success for certainly a much bigger success because of its Star Fox character inclusion than the game on its own because it was released by multi-platform on playstation uh, 4 and uh, xbox one and it sold virtually no copies by comparison uh, to the switch version it's pretty clear that Star Fox really sold that game sometime before december 4th uh, a few days away a few days before that um, some people managed to leak the full game super smash Bros, and I think it was playable, but only partially. Maybe somebody managed to unencrypt the pre-download game or something. I don't know. Not sure exactly how they got it, but they got essentially the full game, and they were already hard at work releasing assets from the game. They were able to get the soundtrack. They were able to get some information about the um, World of Light mode. And um, I put it behind spoiler tags in the post, but since the game has been released, let me read to you about what was revealed, okay? So first off, we found out that there's an additional 30 slots for new characters, maybe for clone or echo characters. So it's possible that they're going to make Crystal or some other Star Fox character playable as a clone character. We found out that Crystal also has a spirit not just, she's not just an assist trophy; she's also a spirit. Uh, the the, the single-player World of Light mode contains seven or eight cutscenes, and all the bosses are now known. A, a, a texture of crystal can be used as your avatar for online play. We found out uh, about all the different music. Unfortunately, though, there are seventeen Star Fox tracks. None of them were original, although some of them were coming from the at the time new uh, star, or the Star Fox Zero, which came out after. Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U. So they included some new songs from Star Fox Zero, but they're technically not new songs because they're exactly the same as in Star Fox Zero. Some, Starf- some Smash modders have already managed to get the textures from the models, and they're really trying very hard at this time to rip the models from the game. Uh, one particular modder uh, that I was in contact with uh, was trying to make the crystal assist trophy playable and that is as i understand it he has since then gotten copy of the the the. He's been able to rip himself he actually was able to rip the crystal assist trophy and he was able to uh, look into it i'm interested in that because i want to get the staff model so i can use that as a base for making my 3d printed crystal staff which is a project i want to work on but he's going to be working really hard this year On making crystal a playable character as a mod so we'll see how he does with that and uh, shadow snake provided a lot of this information he's kind of my inside man in the smash modding community that was three days prior to the game's official release which brings us to this launch date of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate December 6 2018 I went out and got the game uh, on launch night And we found out that there was going to be a live stream also for the Game Awards 2018. And Nintendo is always there and they've always got cool stuff. And we watched the live stream. And they revealed on the live stream that there's going to be a new character, Joker, from the Persona 5 series. So the night of the release of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, they show off another new character. So really the hype was at maximum pitch at this time. And I went out and got my game uh, from from, uh, GameStop and started playing it that night. And uh, it's really good. And I found out that I'm way out of practice with Super Smash Brothers, and that that the World of Light mode is super duper hard. Although I think since then they've they've uh, they've balanced the game a little bit, so it's not quite as hard. But I'm still working through that, as I mentioned. I'm I'm really slow at games. Next, I posted about uh, a San Andreas GTA mod, a GTA San Andreas Crystal mod that was from a few years ago. YouTube user Haxi. Uh, produced this and he released both an adventure version and assault version um, of his crystal mod for this game and you can find the links to the downloads in his videos uh, he's got several gameplay videos for the mod. Um, something that I think I'd known about for a while but I needed to post about so this is just a good time to post about a new mod so there you go there's a new crystal mod for that. Well in the next couple days we found out some cool glitches about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Turns out if you use the uh, fishing rod from Isabel on an assist trophy at the same time as another Isabel are, is doing the same thing, you can spawn infinite assist trophies. And so, of course, that means people did that with crystal, and so you have dozens and dozens of crystals running around and attacking at once. It's uh, chaos, and it's and that's not even the most chaotic thing. The most chaotic thing is probably when you summon infinite dragons from I think it's a Monster Hunter. Just absolute insanity. So as the game continued to be played, we finally found out several different ways to get the Crystal Spirit. Turns out that Crystal Spirit appears on the map in the, later, the latter half of the World of Light game mode. She's really towards the end of the game, so people thought that she wasn't available in the game at all. But no, she's there. But you can also find her in the Challenge mode, and of course she can be shown she can be uh, purchased from the spirit store although she's very expensive at 15000 gold and she's a legendary spirit quite powerful so i posted some videos of people um finding her and uh defeating her uh and 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 the level she's in so you can see how to do it and where it is for yourself next cheeky boy recorded his crystal puppet singing the theme song from super smash Bros. ultimate life light and he did the whole song as the, the character puppet uh, and then and animated the background with a green screen. So if you like puppets, it's, a, it's quite an extensive uh, video there for you. And next, another featured like uh, fan content, uh, a really, really cute crystal figurine figure appeared on uh, Fur Affinity by someone named Anthromon. And uh, there's really nothing about it except to say it's super cute, and she's holding a, a little Mega Man plush. It's really really cute. Uh, I've been I've been encouraged to see a lot of new uh, crystal sculptors in recent years. It's kind of a, an art form that's not done as often as you know fan art and three uh, D animations and stuff. So it's really cool to see. We got I got to catch up a little bit on some more MMD uh, videos from uh, Shadon kitsune six six six. And then it was time for Christmas, December 25th, 2018. Now I was a little late, but I decided to get a Christmas present for everybody. And because I'd taken a long time, I really rushed and spent a good deal of my Christmas break recording and editing footage. Well I didn't record it, I edited the footage for the last three cutscenes, uh the, the pre-rendered cutscenes for Star Fox Assault featuring Crystal. So these are should be the last of all Crystal containing cutscenes in Star Fox Assault in 4K. All the other cutscenes featuring Crystal were already released. Now, unfortunately, I was only able to do the 4K versions, uh, so I, I did not have time to do the original resolution videos that actually have the subtitles. That's gonna take another few hours to do. And so I just haven't done it yet but I'll be doing those soon and once that's done I can update the site to have just the videos I'll, adapt, I'll update the video section so that instead of looking at all the old videos that are low resolution videos you'll get to see all the crystal cutscenes in high definition on the site and I'll update the playlists accordingly so we got what do we get enter the planet then we got the Queen destroyed cutscene we got the thank you cutscene. Oh, and also the homeworld arrival. So four cutscenes. I did, I released four cutscenes in a day. That was a lot of work. And as a result, I didn't really post very much after that until January 1st, 2019. Happy New Year, everybody. I just kind of said, you know, Happy New Year. I didn't really have anything to say except, you know, I hope everybody had a happy and safe Christmas and New Year. Hopefully we're going to do some great stuff in this coming year. Which brings me to the last post I had posted, something I posted yesterday. January 8, 2019, the Crystal Archive turns 13 years old. GoldenFox51 actually produced for me a, a nice photo from VRChat with Crystal holding some champagne. That's great, by the way. I really love how he... He seems to have a photo for everything. Anyway, just some fun facts for you. The Crystal Archive, when it launched in January 8, 2006, it's actually predated... The following things. Star Fox Command was not yet announced when the Crystal Archive was launched. Pluto was still considered officially a planet. It was not yet downgraded to a dwarf planet. I'm sure you're all aware of the the kind of internet phenomenon called uh, abridged series where they'll take an anime like Yu-Gi-Oh! or Dragon Ball Z or whatever and abridge them and make them like parodies of themselves. Well, the very first abridged animated series Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged is not as old as the Crystal Archive. The Crystal Archive predates predates it by a few months. Also, the Nintendo Wii was not yet released in 2006, January 2006. And lastly, uh, YouTube, when I released the Crystal Archive, YouTube's maximum resolution was its original resolution of 320 by 240 pixels, the lowest resolution they support, actually. Uh, they might support lower resolution now for like mobile or whatever, but that's pretty much the lowest resolution ever. It's amazing that you could watch so much content back then, and no, one, and it was revolutionary at the time. And now it's like, oh, 240p, don't watch that. It's terrible. Also, another thing I didn't mention in the post, the Crystal Archive is older than the iPhone. Now I've always been kind of a uh, trying to make the website, all my websites, but the Crystal Archive included, be you know compatible with as many things as possible. And back in 2006, Google Chrome didn't exist. And when you talk, when you were talking about making your website mobile friendly, you know what that meant? That meant your your website worked on the Nintendo DS or the Nintendo Wii. There was no such thing as mobile browsers as we know them today that the iPhone kind of introduced. So anyway, the Crystal Archive is really old now. It's a teenager. The Crystal Archive is a teenager. And now that it's 13th year, this is gonna be our luckiest year ever, I hope. That's been our year in review. Now I went back and looked at the previous podcast uh from January 8th, 2018, uh and and looked at like what I had said was gonna be the future projects for the coming year, what I was gonna to plan to accomplish in 2018, or or, or 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 stuff I was expecting to happen in 2018. So I wanted to go through those real quick here. Uh, and, and talk about what promises or, or events were kept and what things we missed, okay? First of all, back in 2018, Ayano was kind of suffering. and She had been in the hospital for a few months and was still recovering, and so she hadn't done any cosplay since the beginning of 2017, I believe, when we recorded footage of her at uh, Furry Fiesta. Um, so she was still recovering and had hoped to get back into the cosplay practice in 2018 now here in 2019 she hasn't yet done that she still kept up her social media accounts by posting some of her old images but she hasn't actually returned to new cosplay since then she she's still recovering from that and we all wish her the best in her recovery and hope that she can return soon to the cosplay that she loves and hopefully you know 2019 it seems promising So uh, the next thing is it took a half a year, but as I mentioned, we did indeed start up daily crystal fan art postings, and that has continued to this day. So mission accomplished on that. Now, I talked about buying StarFox.org, and then I would later talk, I would actually post about it after releasing the podcast. The idea was to, you know, now I publicly announced my intention to launch this site and well, I've launched the site, but I haven't actually put anything there this year, I think 2019, I'm really going to focus on getting that released. I have looked into some research about building the site recently, like a few weeks ago, and I'm in a much better position to produce that. It's going to be a static website rather than a WordPress website like the Crystal Archive because it's not really as much focused on news. It's going to have news, but it's not going to be like Star Fox News so much. It might have some really important Star Fox News, but less focused on fan creations like the Crystal Archive does. And as a result, there won't also there won't be as much need for comments. Um so it's gonna be a more static site. It's gonna be focused on releasing media and promotional images and stuff like that. And also I have access now that I didn't have at the beginning of 2018 to all of my archived data. So I have much easier access to all my stuff that I had originally posted on starfox online and other stuff that i never actually got to post um this i can finally post to starfox.org um i had mentioned in the previous podcast that i was going to release uh regressors low poly crystal model and i did that and also warfare machines safe for work model and that that was also publicly released now i did finally get in contact with the 3d animated artist 3, 3d mo- artist who was going to do like a um, a DreamWorks quality crystal model, and I was going to have it animated, and it was going to be a really cool rig, but unfortunately that that uh, project fell through, and I I lost the interest of that artist, and now I don't think he does commissions at all, so uh, you know it's that project's on on the back burner until I can find another 3D artist. It may be a long time. There was also an effort this year, this last year to create a 3D printable crystal model, or at least a model that was much more suited to be 3D printed, and that fell through too. Maybe in the future I'll learn how to pose one of the existing models to be much more easily 3D printed, but for now, it's just whatever we already have. I did do some initial work on the crystal 3D printable staff, but shortly after working on that, it was revealed that Crystal was gonna be on Smash and that her new higher resolution staff model was going to be absolutely a much better base to work from rather than the Star Fox Adventures model that I already had. So I resolved basically to wait until the game came out and somebody could rip that model so I could use that as a base to build from. Well, that's happened now. So in 2019, I really wanna focus on building the Crystal staff. As I probably have mentioned before, I have an artist already lined up and paid to do the staff portion of the staff. So all that's relying on me is to print out and construct the animatable tips of the staff, the the opening and closing staff head and the bottom of the staff that can light up. So that's something I'll be working on in 2019. The other video projects that I mentioned at the end of the last podcast and those just haven't even been started. Like, I have a list, like they're on my to do list, but I haven't even started on them. The uh, uh, one of the other things is we mentioned that it was going to be the 25th anniversary of Star Fox, and indeed, I posted about it. We celebrated it, so mission accomplished on that. And lastly, uh, I just, you know, taken as a whole, I'd say about half of the project I mentioned in the last podcast a year ago actually got accomplished, and the other half basically didn't get accomplished at all. Very little work was done on those, so eh, it's pretty good—fifty percent accuracy on a on a ambitious schedule. But I think we can do better. So, with that, let's talk about what I plan for the major projects in two thousand nineteen. I'm not going to really cover the new news since the last uh, going forward into the next podcast because I'm going to be posting those stories soon enough. Okay, these are some of the bigger things that I want to release in 2019 so first and foremost I gotta launch starfox.org officially the big site the actual site not just a landing screen something you can actually see and interact with and for starters I'd like to at least release the material that I already have and that includes things like transferring over the starfox command all the words because that fits better in a starfox.org context than in a crystal context and also update that site to be more modern I want to re-release all of the existing official backups of official Nintendo Star Fox sites, like the Star Fox 64 website from Japan or America, the Star Fox Adventures Flash site, the Star Fox Assault site, Star Fox Command site, all the the sites I can get a hold of, I'm going to make a, a, a copy of the official sites so that they won't be lost to history. Also, I've got all the voice acting from Star Fox Assault. It's pretty much done. I just got to release it. And the same thing, I do already have all the voice acting from Star Fox Adventures, so I can release that. I've got my own recording of the most complete Star Fox Adventures soundtrack that exists. You can post that. I also have copies of pretty much all the promotional material from every Star Fox-related thing, be it Smash Brothers, Starlink, whatever, even Star Fox Zero, uh, since 2008 to today, every single official Nintendo released uh, promotional material that's Star Fox related, I have it in full resolution, and I have lots of other stuff that you know is from the past that I can get access to. At least from assault, I might need some help with some of the other stuff, but I'm going to need to kind of tap into some of the historical Star Fox sites like RwingLanding.net and Star Fox Online, see what I can get as far as uh, that goes. But basically, whatever I already have on hand, I want to put up there as quickly as I can. Next, I want to make real progress on my 3D printed crystal staff. I already talked about what I have, and and I have access to the the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate model, so I'll be using that very soon. I want to release and edit my footage of Ayano's cosplay from Furry Fiesta 2017. It's been about two years since I recorded that footage, and it's great footage. It's fantastic. It was recorded with a Steadicam, basically, and so it's going to be very smooth. And it's something like four hours of footage, and I'm planning to just edit that and release it as one giant video. Maybe I'll do highlights. I'm not sure, but it's been sitting in my, you know, to-do project folder for too long, I need to get that out there, especially in light of the fact that there's really no new content coming out from Ayano right now. I think she'd be happy to see it, and I think you'll all enjoy it too. So I want to get that edited. Also, I talked about Project Cursed. I gotta release that: the soundtrack, the trailer, the concept images, all the voice acting clips that I have. Gotta make a page for that and release it publicly. I've actually tasked a animator who does uh, who does visualizations for music to help me do a video for the soundtrack so once I get the soundtrack together and list the music files in the order I want I'm gonna give them to him he's gonna edit a video where it's gonna do visualizations with some imagery and some like some sound bars and stuff he does he does cool like uh, particle effects and stuff on videos and so we'll have a nice cool video to showcase the audio you'll get to see the trailer everything I have We'll post about that. It's going to be a big release sometime this year. Next, um, I've finished pretty much all the crystal cutscenes in Star Fox Assault, except, of course, the ones I mentioned, the uh, the original resolution for those last four videos. Everything else has already been released. But, you know, i got to get through and edit, record and edit all the other cutscenes that don't contain crystals from the game. That's going to be a great thing to have on StarFox.org, having every cutscene from Star Fox. Assault in 4k so that's coming soon and I've also begun work actually doing the same thing for uh, adventures not not 4k I'm gonna do adventures in 1080p just because there's just so much content I can't deal with that much 4k so one of the things is as I mentioned we're doing the the uh, daily crystal fan art and that's been continuing and that's fine but you know I get all this fan art, and I and I discover it like one day, and I put it in a list, and then every day I have to go back in and like, okay, uh, this is a I'm gonna take okay, yeah, I'm gonna post it this one today, and then and then post it, and it's just like manual. One of the things I want to do is I want to automate the discovery, moderation, and selection of the crystal fan art, so hopefully it can kind of post itself. I can like click a button, and it's like okay, today is you know March. 15th, 2019, what's the fan art for today? Okay, grab the title, grab the artist, grab the link, post it to the Twitter account, and hit send. You know, it just kind of all I'd have to do is give it the fan art and it will kind of generate uh, what it needs. And, and of course, I'll give it also my like blurb, like what I want to say about it. So hopefully, I can kind of reduce my amount of effort every day working on that. Next thing, um, well, it's it's been six years. It's been six years almost since the 2012 hacking of the Crystal Archive, where we lost all, the, well, we didn't lose any data actually. We lost zero data, but we got hacked, and as a result, the site had to be rebuilt. And in the process of that, I wasn't able to put everything back exactly the way it was, and with the goal of kind of putting it back piecemeal. That never actually happened. So, 2019 I really want to take a stab at it. Maybe not all of the content I at least want to get all of my existing page content if not all the posts back on the site that includes the article section the uh, the fan videos section and Just a bunch of other sections. I I can't even remember right now. There's a bunch of stuff missing and uh, also uh, related to that, just kind of you know being behind on things, there's almost a thousand emails in my inbox. I haven't really responded to any email from you guys. I've been reading it. I've been getting it, but I haven't really had time to respond. So I'm going to try and address that seriously this year. I keep saying that, but I really, I'm really, i really going to push hard on organizing this year. Next, um, so I had probably mentioned this last podcast. Uh, I definitely mentioned it last podcast, but The Miiverse shut down in late 2017, and it took with it hundreds and hundreds of crystal fan arts that were done in that kind of small black and white style, and and some color ones too. Um, And I had, before they disappeared, I actually made a copy of as many crystal uh, posts as I could find, and I have them, and I've begun editing them for posting, but I haven't done it yet. It just is another thing that I need to finish up so I can post publicly, so, you'll be able to very soon be seeing hundreds of new small crystal fan arts that were originally on the Meverse in their original form. you'll get to see them on the like as if they were on a real page on the meverse except it's not really meverse anymore. On that note, actually, another thing shut down recently. Flickr changed its rules about what its free accounts have. You'd no longer have a whole terabyte of storage, and as a result, it's no longer going to be. A reliable host for all the Crystal cosplay photos I've been uploading there. So, another thing I need to do in 2019, unfortunately, is move all the Ayano and other cosplayer photos off of Flickr somewhere else where they can be hosted. And I guess it's going to be me. Actually, it's not going to be that bad. And here's why. You see, I switched, I think late 2017, I switched. All of my large file hosting, all the videos and all the pod—well, let's see—not the podcasts, maybe the podcasts. All the videos, all the game downloads, all the big files that you could download from the site—not the images, just the big files. I moved them all from where I had previously hosted them to a cloud storage provider called Backblaze. They provide currently some of the best storage per rate like the best rate on storage. So it costs the least amount of money to store it and the least amount of money to transfer it over the internet to you guys. I got my bill a couple of months ago. My bi- my first bill for six months of coverage. And you know how much it cost? 53 cents. It cost 53 cents to store all like 20 gigabytes of stuff and not just storing it, but transferring about 20 gigabytes of data per month. 65 53 cents something like that is ridiculously small pennies basically per month so um it should be no problem to host all this and not just that but host all the other stuff i was going to host on uh, starfox.org i'll just host it there and it'll be cheap even if people are downloading it every day it'll still be relatively cheap Uh, uh, i mean it'll cost money but it won't cost enough to be a real burden and that's the benefit is i'll be able to reduce my server costs significantly and not worry about where these are. So I'll be moving all the cosplay photos that I have permission to post into their own page somewhere, hosted myself rather than on Flickr. It's a shame that these days, these, uh, these, sur- these online social services like Flickr and Twitter and stuff, they're so unreliable. They'll just change their rules willy-nilly because you're not paying them. There's no contract. As a result, they can change the rules anytime they want and you can't do anything about it. They're just unreliable. I don't trust them. Anyway, back to the topic at hand. The last thing I want to talk about is that I got Curdell Black, the cosplayer I had mentioned previously. She's still working on a crystal cosplay, but another thing she does is art, and she volunteered, I didn't ask her to do this, she volunteered to do crystal fan art for the site. And what that means is basically she's going to draw a different chibi image of crystal. For each section of the site. So, for example, the audio section of the site is going to be, it's going to have a picture of Crystal wearing headphones, listening to music, you know, and then like for um, the fan fiction section, it can be, it'll be Crystal sitting there reading like a book, you know, and, or Crystal watching a video for the video section or whatever. Doing three, D you know, a, a polygonal kawaii uh, chibi crystal for the 3D section, you know, whatever fan games. She'll be playing games, whatever, whatever we want to do. She's still deciding on that, but it, she's starting to work on that project now as of like two days ago. So, um, hopefully I'll be able to start slowly change as I'm adding these sections back to the site. I'm going to start slowly adjusting and modernizing the site some more, uh, to make it nicer and cleaner and smaller and use less resources. Um, so that's another thing I want to do this year there you go. You've got my list of things I'd like to accomplish in 2019. Now, I want to point out that there won't be very many updates to the site or these projects in the coming month or so because in real life, I'm not really going to get into it, but I think the most number of things that can happen are about to happen. I'm being very ambitious here. Don't expect a lot of updates to the site or to these projects in the next month or so because I'm going to be super, super busy with more than you can imagine, okay? But after that, I don't plan to do very much uh, other than these projects. I don't plan to, uh, to, to do a lot of travel. Uh, I, plan t- I, I don't plan to do a lot of other projects outside of this. I want to I try and get things done, that's going to be the theme for 2019, get it done, okay? And with that, like last time, you know, I had, with that thousand emails in my inbox, I haven't really had time to go through and look for questions and comments. So we'll have to get to that when we have to get to that. I have no uh, questions or comments to read here this time. So instead, let me just end it here by saying thank you for listening. If you have any questions or comments, you can always email me at mrcrystal@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And, of course, always visit the site, crystalarchive.com, for the latest that I have to update you with. Anyway, thank you for listening. I'm Mr. Crystal. This has been the first podcast, hopefully of many, in 2019, and uh, we'll see you next time.